What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the podcast. So we are, uh, we just finished up chapter 16 in the last episode of the reading portion of the podcast. And we read where Abram was given uh, Hagar and they, uh, because uh, Sarah could uh, conceive a child. And so they had a son, and his name is Ishmael. So today, we're in chapter 17. I don't really have any announcements. Um, I hope you guys like the preaching video. If you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it. It's good. I'm telling you, it's straight fire. Anyway, we're going to get on to chapter 17 today. And uh, we'll just read until um, we stop. Anyway, so here we go. Chapter 17, okay, so we're in Genesis, chapter 17, verse 1. And when Abram was 90 years old and 9, so 99, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect. Dang, so imagine you see God and he says, walk before me and be perfect. Well, guess what? That's what Jesus said when he come to the earth. Um... I'm going to take a second and highlight this with my orange highlighter because it's what God said. So, um, sorry, I'm just going to highlight this right quick. Okay, um, this is going to be a big highlight portion, but uh, I'm going to keep reading. Uh, verse 2, it says, And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly so it's talking about he's going to multiply him and abraham fell on his face and god talked with him saying as for me behold my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations and when he says a father of many nations that means like all of abraham's seed god is going to have a covenant with them is what it's saying um so, I said, I think I said Abraham, but it's Abram. But right here, in verse 5, we're about to find out something. So, listen up. Um, um, Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For, the, for a father of many nations I have made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. So, it's saying let in Abraham's lineage will be kings of what will be Israel. Uh, but let's keep going. Uh, we are in chapter 7, or uh, verse 7, chapter 17, verse 7. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in the generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger in all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore thou, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. Okay, we see that. Um, but, so don't, so... We're in Old Testament, okay? So if you're not if you're watching this and you're not circumcised, don't worry because 
Jesus kind of talks about that in the New Testament. Um, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. Okay, and and he that is eight days old shall be circumcised. So let me get, let me tell you guys something. So this, when it's talking about eight days old, this is actually scientifically proven to be the day where like your um, I guess what would that be called? Um, your like cells or whatever have the are like the strongest. Um, and then after that, I think it goes back down for a while. But this is where like the blood clotting will make it to where like you won't bleed out or something. It's it's scientifically proven, and it just got scientifically proven like I don't know how many years ago. But like obviously, this book was written uh way long ago. So like they obviously didn't have medical science back then to tell them that the eighth day was going to be the day. So that is another proof in the pudding of God is the actual creator of the human body so do your own research on that and yeah you'll have proof that god made humans okay um so um and he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you every man child in your generations he that is born in the house or brought or bought with money of any stranger which is not of thy seed he that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs to needs be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant and the uncircumcised man child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised that shall shall be cut off from his people he hath broken my covenant so like i say this is the old covenant now we're under the new covenant of jesus christ so this is nullified so like i say if you're not circumcised don't worry about it i mean well uh, yeah don't worry about it but yeah, don't worry about it. Um, verse 15, chapter 7. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarah thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarah, but Sarah shall be shall her name be. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yeah, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of the people shall be of her. And then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said, in his heart shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old, and shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear, like bear a child. Uh, verse 18, And Abraham said unto God, O oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and he will and make him fruitful, and he will multiply and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall be great, shall begat, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah will bear unto thee at this at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. Okay, so we see now that Sarah, that has not had a child in 90 years, is going to bear a child. And we see Abraham, that is 100 years old, is going to have a child. Um, verse 23 of chapter 17. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and that 
and all that were born in his house and all that were brought, bought with his son, with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day as God had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son. And all the men of his house born in the house and bought with money of the stranger were circumcised with him. Okay, so we just see uh, Abraham just did a lot of cutting in for one day. Um, chapter 18, verse 1. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of the Mamre, and he sat in the, t in the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked. Lo, three men stood by him, and... Hang on, I lost it. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away. I pray thee from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch the morsel of bread and comfort ye your hearts after that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly the three measures of fine meal. Knead it and make cakes upon the hearth. Yes. H-E-A-R-T-H. Hearth. Okay. And... Uh, and Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched the calf tender and good and gave it unto a young man and he hastened to dress it and he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree and they did eat and they said unto him where is Sarah thy wife and he said behold in the tent and he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife will, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it from the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after a manner of woman. And it ceased to be with Sarah after a manner of woman. Okay, um, next. We are rolling this evening. Um, therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying after I am waxed old shall I pleasure my Lord being old also and the Lord said unto Abraham wherefore did Sarah laugh saying shall uh, saying shall I of a surety bear a child which I am old is anything too hard for the Lord that is such a good one is anything too hard for the Lord let's highlight that in pink or well, no. Actually, uh, if if God said that, we're going to highlight it in orange because God's saying, "Is anything too hard for Him?" Um, At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, "I laugh not, 
for she was afraid, and he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. <laughs> so, God knows. Um, verse 16 of chapter 18. And the men rose up thence and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord, to do just and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham, that which he hath spoken from him, spoken of him. And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous. I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. Okay, we're going to highlight this right here. Um, and the Lord said, we're going to start at verse 20, and we're going to highlight, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according the cry of it which has come unto me. And if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom, but Abraham stood yet before the Lord. So the three men um, are actually angels that God sent to be with Abraham while the Lord was talking to him. So... Um, just in case you guys didn't pick up on that, there's three angels with Abraham while the Lord's speaking. Um, verse 23 of chapter 18, just in case you're following along. Plus, I just like saying it. Um, and Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked pre-adventure, thereby fifty righteous within the city, Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? So he's saying if there's 50 righteous people, spare the land. Um, that be far from thee to do this after this manner, to slay righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee. Shall not, shall, shall not judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, If I find Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all of the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which I am but dust and ashes. Preadventure, there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty-five I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Preadventure, there shall forty be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for forty sakes. So Abraham is negotiating with God and he keeps bringing the number of righteous people that has to be there down. So now they're down to forty. Let's keep reading. Uh, chapter 18, verse 29. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Preadventure thou shalt be forty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for forty sakes. Okay, we just read that. Um, and he said unto him, O let 
Oh, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak. Preadventure there shall be 30 be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. So now it's down to 30. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Preadventure there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 20's sake. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Yet but once, preadventure, ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten sakes. So now it's down to ten. Ten righteous people. Um, and the Lord went his way as soon as he had left, communicating with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Now we are in chapter 19, verse 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at even and so like in the evening. And Lot, if we remember Lot, that is Abraham's nephew. Um, or, or Abraham is Lot's nephew. Lot is Abraham's nephew. Okay. So Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them and have bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet and ye shall rise up early and go on. Uh, and go on your ways and they said nay but we will abide in the street all night and he pressed upon them greatly that they turned into him and entered into his house and he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread and they did eat okay this is where it gets thick but before they lay down, the men, of, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round both old and young, and all the people from every quarter. And they all called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which thou came into thee this night? Bring them out unto, unto us, so we may know them. Okay, so when it says... Bring them out unto us so that we may know them. That means, like, so in Psalms, there was to know somebody, like in the Bible, when you read in this sense, is to, like, have sex with them. So, like, in Psalms, uh, David was, like, old and about to die, and they, they sent a young a beautiful girl in there and it says and David knew her not so that means like he didn't have sex with the young girl that was like sitting on his lap and stuff it's in Psalms we'll get there eventually unless the Lord comes back then we won't get there but anyway um so yeah that we may know them and Lot went out the door unto them and shut the door after him and said I pray you brethren do not do not do not so wickedly behold now I have two daughters which have not known man. So here we go. He's explaining it here. Behold, I have two daughters that have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. So he's saying he's going to trade his two daughters for the men to do these things with and trade for these two men that just came. And so why would guys want to do that with other guys? Obviously, the day that we live in can answer that question. Anyway. Um, uh, ta -ta -ta. And they said, stand back. And they said again, one fellow came out unto sojourn, and he will, and he will needs be a judge. Now 
will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Okay, so one second, because we're actually going to highlight. So I use yellow to highlight fornication. So, um... And Lot Okay, there we go. Um And now we will deal worse with thee than with them and they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. So they're going to break the door. Um, but the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. So the angels pulled Lot into the house and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness. Wow. Uh, talk about the power of God right there. Uh, we're going to highlight that because that is crazy. Um, we're going to highlight that in pink. Okay. So, chapter 19, verse 11, I just highlighted the whole thing in pink, and the fornication stuff was the end of chapter, or the end of verse 5, and I also highlighted um, verse 7, 8, um, in yellow. Okay. Lot... Um, that this that's the header I was about to read. I'm not going to read the headers because it just kind of tells what happens, and I want it to be like a surprise. Okay, <laughs> verse twelve. Even though I do be dropping foreshadowing hands, but anyway, uh, verse twelve. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is wax and great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Look at this. God's angels showing off, dude. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna highlight this. Um Um, and Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, um, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get um, get you out of this place. The Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son-in-laws. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened uh, Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, and lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Mm. And while he lingered, the man laid hold upon his hand, and upon his hand of his wife, and upon the hands of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in the plain, escape to the mountains, lest thou be consumed." 
Okay, so we see that it is about to go down. Okay, uh, chapter 19, verse 18. And Lot said unto them, Oh, um, not so, my Lord. Behold, now thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold, now the city is near to flee unto and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. It, is it not a little one, and my soul shall live? And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. Woohoo! Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, um, and he overthrew those cities all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities that were which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Oh, and Abraham got up early in the morning uh, to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land in the plain and beheld. And lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities and the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow uh, when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. Okay, so we see here that Lot was spared. It looks like his wife went back and turned to salt. Um, why she would want to go back to such a um, vile place beats me, but it looks like that honestly, so let's let's take this into a teaching moment here. This could be like a believer when they run back to their sin. You never know that time that you run back to your sin is going to be like when you die. So you can die in sin and, and, and more than likely you probably go to hell because you're sinning when you die. Um, but that's pretty Old Testament. The blood of Jesus, I'm not really sure how to tell you if the blood of Jesus would cover you if you die in sin, because the wages of sin is death. But Jesus died for our sin. So if we accept Jesus as a true believer, um, if we are a true believer in Jesus and we accept him, that he is our dying Messiah and put our faith on him, does that cover us? So he died for our sin. So in our place where we would have died for sin, he died for us. So now we don't die for sin, but we live because we... Um, glorify his name and do his work on earth by spreading the gospel that's something to think about because you always see people that die in sin but aren't doing the work of the Lord but then you see people doing the work of the Lord but fall into sin and don't die so that's just something to think about also we also need to look at this so God was very sovereign to Lot and his family and got them out and the wife went back for whatever reason uh, because she's in love with sin. So sin is definitely something that has a hold on you and Lot's wife definitely could have used some deliverance. But um, so 
But we see, and and also I wanted to bring this up. So the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were actually found, and the sulfur rocks are still there. And like there was a traveler that went there and like set the, or like set the sulfur on fire, and it just sat there and burned. And so that happened so many years ago, like thousands, like literally thousands of years ago, that happened. And so the rocks were still like catching on fire to this day. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. But um, without further ado, let's get back into it. We're probably going to stop at twenty. We're already at twenty-eight minutes. Um, and I know like reading, hearing me read is not the funnest thing in the world. But hey. Look at the bright side. At least we're not having any long, complicated words that we are just butchering. So here we go. Uh, This is chapter 19, verse 30. That tells me that we're almost done with this uh, chapter. Um, And Lot went went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him. For he feared to dwell in Zoar and he dwelt in a cave and uh, he and his two daughters and the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in earth to come unto us, O oh gosh, after after the manner of all the earth. Goodness, these girls are about to do something crazy, I think. Um, uh, come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him. Oh my goodness, where is the yellow marker? We are highlighting some fornication um so here we go we're gonna highlight this is verse 32 we're highlighting it yellow come let us drink wine with our father we will lie with him that we may preserve seed of our father Ooh, incest and so incest too is also i think how you get um demons uh, in your family and you're like because there's these things called generational curses anyway um and they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Gosh. And it came to pass in on the morrow, the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with father, let us make him drink wine, this night also, and go thou in and lie with him, that we may preserve the seed of our father. Oh my goodness, this is just so crazy. Hang on one second, I'm going to highlight this. Okay, and they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose to lay with him, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Thus were both daughters of Lot with child by their father. This, this is kind of nasty. Um, and the firstborn bare a son, and his name is Moab. And the same is the father of Mo, of the Moabites unto this day. Wow. And the younger she also bare a son and called his name Ben... Uh, ben... Uh, ben... ben Oh, I talked about butchering words, and here we go. Ben am me, Ben am me, and the same is the father of the children of Ammon unto this day. Uh, 
Okay, so that was the end of chapter 19. So I don't really know how to feel about the incest right there. I feel like that's kind of... Uh, kind of wild. I feel like that's probably not the right thing to do. The Bible doesn't really say like God brought judgment to anybody just yet. Um, maybe we'll see that later on. Um, so... Yeah, um, I'm going to cut it off there. That seems like a pretty good place to stop at, to be honest. A lot of fornication there at the end. Uh, we're going to stop it there. Um, so it, we're going to recap right quick. So in this portion of scripture, we saw Sodom and Gomorrah get destroyed because of their wickedness. And like this thing... Like the men sleeping with men thing is the same thing that's happening in America right now and like literally all over the world. So I don't know why people don't think that Jesus is going to come back soon because literally he like God just destroyed two cities because of what was happening. So yeah, but anyway, I'm going to hop off of here and I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did. Um, I don't think you can comment on podcasts, but if you enjoyed it, just go watch the previous videos and come back and watch the next one. So I'll holler at you guys in the next one. Thanks for watching guys. Peace.